What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteX.com. I just finished a new back workout and I figured, you know, this could be helpful if I could somehow retrace my steps, put it on video here for you guys so that you can learn and see from just one example of an AthleteX type training uh, video and workout how you can benefit much more than you might be benefiting now. And it all starts with the mindset when you go into your workout. First of all, I broke this workout down into zones. I tried to be very focused on an upper back zone and a mid to lower back zone. And when I say low back, I think that might be the most important zone that we're talking about because an underdeveloped low back or a low back that doesn't get paid attention to in your major back workout is going to undermine your ability to perform at your best through all of your other back exercises. It's going to sap away all of your potential strength that you could be building on your big back exercises. So, I find a way to incorporate it into the workout itself so there's never an excuse of, oh, I don't have enough time to incorporate it or I just didn't have enough time if I had to choose one or the other. I'm going for the big, wide, lats and upper back and skipping the low back. So as I take you through, watch what we do. First of all, we target the mid-back. And with the mid-back, the first exercise up is a classic lat pull-down. Again, here we're working on sort of the, the width or the v, v taper of the lats. And we do that by performing three to four sets heavy, as heavy as I can control. Remember, it's not about momentum, but controlling the reps. We move on from there to one of my favorite exercises, uh, the barbell dead row. This is just a classic power exercise, starting from the ground up. It's a combination of a row, it's a combination of a deadlift. The barbell dead row is an awesome way to build back strength, but look at the key focus here. Look at the positioning of the low back. If the low back is not strong enough, can you see what would happen to your ability to actually lift heavy weights on the, the, the exercise itself, you're gonna be limited. So we wanna make sure that we're working our low back and we're gonna do that here in this indirect way, but watch more importantly where we go from here. Once I'm done with those uh, reps and sets, I go to the next exercise, which is over at a hyperextension machine. Here I'm demonstrating on a glute ham raise. And we do a static hold, we do a Y raise. And Y raise is just basically the angle that I'm creating here with my arms in relation to the rest of my body. So I'm basically forming a Y. And caution here, I'm not going very heavy at all, and you won't either. I'm using five pound plates, but I'm holding that static V hold and I'm working on that all important endurance factor when it comes to the lower back. The muscles of the low back are postural in nature and are supposed to be able to hold you up, upright, with good posture, and withstand the forces of those heavy uh, back exercises when you go to perform them. So we wanna work on our ability to do that and work on our endurance, and it makes a whole hell of a big difference when we can do it. But we're not done, now we gotta go to the uh, upper back portion of our exercise, targeting that upper back zone. Generally a weaker area than our mid-back, but doesn't mean that we don't have to work on it. We probably have to work on it extra hard. So the first exercise here, I go back to the row, but we change it a little bit. We do a high boy row, and the high boy row is just the bar path. The bar path stays a little bit away from my body, and it arcs up towards my upper chest, and it kind of arcs back down. You can see this natural arc. I'll even slow it down for you here. So you can see that the bar path is actually going up higher. When we pull up higher, we're obviously pulling more with our elbows and we're pulling higher up on our back on the, on the opposite side. So you can see that those muscles are getting a bit more work here from this tweak to the row. You won't be able to go as heavy, but it doesn't matter. It's heavy for those muscles and that's the point. We move on from here to what we call a perpendicular landmine row. So I've demonstrated before the benefits of a landmine row when you do it parallel to the bar, standing side by side uh, next to the bar. That's great, and that's a different exercise. It has more of a core, front side core focus and obliques than what I'm showing you here. This now allows me to get that elbow up and away from my body, so we're getting that higher 
uh, portion of our upper back involved. And we can load up the weight again here. I'm trying to go heavy. I'm trying to stabilize, of course, but I'm trying to go heavy and uh, follow that proper bar path up and high. We work on both sides, and then guess where we go? We go back to the hyperextension machine of the glute ham raise, and we work on a different version of the static hold of the isometric hyperextension. And this time, we're going to hold a pair of dumbbells. And right here, I've got 20s. And we're going to try to row as long as we can. Row for 10 to 15 reps without breaking the isometric hold. Continue to work on that conditioning and that ability of your low back to hold you when you feel the most fatigued, because that's when it's going to belie you and that's what's going to wind up hurting you. So then we go back and we finish with one final uh, sort of coup de grace on that whole posterior chain, low back side. We're going to tie in the glutes, we're going to tie in the hamstring, we're going to tie in the lumbar spine, we're going to tie in the upper back. All this gets done through a Superman hold, but we're going to hold those dumbbells in our hands to do what we call here the angel of death. We know the snow angels when we do this move. Well, we're still doing that move, but we're calling the angel of death here because it's a hell of a lot harder and not a lot more unpleasant than uh, the, the angel, the snow angel you might have done when I was a kid. And here you're just trying to follow that path all the way down, all the way up, keeping your chest off the ground, keeping your legs and thighs off the ground, and seeing how many reps you can do. So guys, you see here that when you, first of all, if you're going to start training like an athlete, you got to start training and not just working out. Don't just go to the gym and do the things that you think you might want to do that day. Go there with a plan in mind, attack that plan very systematically, and start allowing yourself the ability to command what it is that you're doing. Be in control of what you're doing. You'll be instantly surprised at how much stronger you can get when you have a clear focus and a clear path on how to get there. My path was to attack this thing in zones and really work on making sure that the portions of my back that I'm going to need the most when it comes to building strength throughout the rest of my back, the more glorified areas of the back, right, the width and the thickness, I have to make sure that I start with maybe the stuff that not a lot of people want to do, but we all know we need to do. And guys, if you're looking for an entire program that puts that all out for you step by step and allows you to actually even forget that you're doing the things that you don't necessarily want to do because you're enjoying the way there, guys, the AthleanX program is geared exactly for that. And I'll coach you through every single day. I want to make sure that I'm there to keep you on the path to looking like an athlete by training like one. You can get that at AthleanX.com right now. In the meantime, if you like this video, you found it helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below and let me know what you want to see here, guys. Four times a week now we're making videos. I'm sure I can cover it is what you want to see. You just got to let me know. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon.